Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, here we go. Friday, that's right, Friday, fun day. The countdown is on here. Nine days, that's right, just a week from this. Sunday will be the Super Bowl, and uh, they are already starting to roll in here to uh, to South Florida in Miami, the host city, of course, for Super Bowl 54, Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, it is going to be absolutely crazy here as... Jimmy G and Patrick Mahomes uh, are getting ready to descend on uh, on South Beach. And what fun is that going to be? Jimmy G on the uh, on the set of uh, uh, of a couple of porn. Never mind. Anyway, but anyway, you're going to have Jimmy G in town. You are going to have Patrick. You're going to have Andy Reid hitting every buffet. You're going to have uh, the Shanahan's. Uh, you're going to have Robert Salah just uh uh, going to Muscle Beach there and lifting weight. It's just going to be absolute craziness, not to mention fans. And I'm fairly certain you'll be able to uh, to recognize the uh, the tourists as they yeah. uh, also descend upon here, especially the ones from Kansas. Uh, not that there's anything wrong. With you. We love you guys, but um, you might have been uh, void of a little vitamin D here over the last couple of months and uh, tend to maybe stick out a little bit. But that's OK. Yeah, having a week in. Miami uh, during the uh, cold uh, coldrum of uh, of winter is not a bad thing, and uh, it's going to be uh, so far. Uh, and again, it's a week out, but the weather reports, everything looks like it's going to be absolutely beautiful, which is why I hammered uh, the over seventy one temperature prop there for uh, the kickoff on uh, on a week from Sunday. And speaking of props, guys. Uh, it opened up. It was official yesterday. Uh, the tried and true tradition of prop bets uh, opening up in Vegas. And uh, this is, of course, where it started. South Point has been doing it uh, for 30 years, longer than 30 years. Uh, and a matter of fact, and the very first prop bet, the very first proposition bet for the Super Bowl, it happened in 1985. And uh, it's funny, it's centered around one Dan Marino uh, at that time who was putting up uh, absolutely monster numbers, uh, you guys may recall uh, for back uh, back then, where um, it was the 80, uh, was it the 86 Bears there that he uh, also mm-hmm. beat at that one time? That was right around when Marino was coming in, taking the right. world by storm. And he was, uh, in fact, his rookie year. Remember, that was the first time that they made it and never made it after that. And, uh, yeah, he was the first real prop bet. And then from that particular point on, it was it just blew up. And the cool thing about it is that the proposition bets, proposition, exotics, call it what you want. um, There are so many of them, guys, that it's uh, it's gotten really, really crazy. And they line up outside of the South Point Casino happens every year because you're only allowed a two thousand a two thousand dollar max minimum. And you can only make two bets. And then what you have to do is go back. Uh, once you're online, once you back get there, on. you get your two tickets. You got to go back around and wait online again. And uh, even with the they won't even let it on the mobile aspect until 
after they give you the opening of actually having to show up at the casino brick and mortar. It's interesting. I listen, it's a nice tradition, but right. most of the guys that are out there, it's like waiting for a new iPhone, Dane. These are the these are the old timers. These are the guys who've been doing it that way for a million years. They want their number. They want to get it. Sure. And and it's out, Dane. And the amount of pre- the numbers going through them. And we'll go through a whole lot of them here today, guys, some of the traditional ones. But, Dane, it is um, it is out of control, man. You're going to need a week just to sort through the prop bets alone. But that's a great trivia question. First prop bet ever, 85 in the Super Bowl, centered around Dan Marino and how many yards he was going to have. Yeah, I could also imagine, like, the first ever anytime touchdown prop being around yeah. William the Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, anybody Morning, outside of, yes, that's correct. Exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? I would have been yes on that one, but Crazy. I'm scrolling on him right now. Okay, I was able to find the digital version, but it is literally a PDF of the of the sheets. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Yep. Like if you you know people what the sheets look like if you go to an actual book. I see yep. a PDF of it. I don't see it digitally. And I'm yep. looking for the fun ones too, Joe. You know, the like what will Shakira and J Lo be wearing, the color Gatorade, the overall well, national Keep, anthem. Well, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up because they don't carry those in Vegas. There's only okay. um I think one or Online. two in Jersey that are gonna do it. Most of them you have to go into the outside of the marketplace to get those. They okay. won't do it. Vegas for some reason for years was like we want nothing to do with Gatorade bass. Like because Vegas is like most of those props, Dane, can be fixed. So right. absolutely, that's that's been my whole thing. Like, <laughs> right. why don't we just get to Chris Collinsworth or whoever it is? What is it on Fox? What you know? Be like, hey, wear? Joe Buck, what color hair plugs you rocking? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But like, I don't understand yep. why the makeup artist for Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> right, can't just cash in. You know? So and there's true. some. There's yep. the ones that are like, uh, for this one, for example, maybe like, how many times will Joe Montana be shown on screen? You yep. know, before it'd be things like, how many times do they cut to Giselle? Yep. That sort of stuff. I've always wondered, <laughs> Joe. I've always wondered, like, if you yep. were. Literally, right? If you're like Troy Aikman's nephew, you know, mm-hmm. can't you be like, hey, Uncle Troy, what color tie are you going to wear, bro? That's correct. Let me get down on it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it makes That's sense correct. because those are actually related to the game. The other ones that I think are interesting, Joe, and I don't know if those are out yet, but sometimes they do the cross-sport props, right? Like, yes, they'll be yes, like... Yes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes completions or Kawhi Leonard points that day. You know, that Correct. those are pretty cool as well because you kind of got to analyze it on two sides. Yep. Yeah, and we did. We we had a bunch of those last year too in the uh, in the big game between the Rams. We were we were crossing sports. I think the Celtics were playing. Like we had a whole lot of things going on. It was uh, it was Kyrie versus how many who was going to have what. It was it's crazy. And yes, it can give you. Uh, it can certainly, it, it gets a little overwhelming for those of you that are are new to it. And if this is your first endeavor in a, in a Super Bowl to try and say, hey, you know what? Let, let me get a couple of bucks. Let me throw it down, Dane. What is, you know, first score? You know, there's a million ones that you can go at it. But, um, you know, one of the things that I, I just talked about uh, this morning, Dane, was the idea that, listen, no matter what you do with props and have some fun with it more than anything else, but do yourself a favor and try and correlate your props to what you think is going to happen in the game. You know, I mean, maximize your ability to be able to profit on Sunday. Don't, don't compete with each other. Don't go all under props and take the over. Like, don't do it. Like, the, you know, you know, correlate it, guys. 
Yeah. And Dana Lyle start the banging some of these out here, getting them down, and try to figure out the best way to make it rain. Do it next year, guys. On the grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, welcome back on a Friday. Time to make it rain here for you on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez, guys, as the countdown is on. Nine days. That's right, nine days uh, before the big game here, which uh, now it'll start to get uh, real as uh, both teams and fan bases and personnel and everyone else uh, start to uh, hop on planes and uh, descend here. Uh, from a sports betting perspective, betters, it is time to get uh, serious here this weekend and really start to uh, break it down, try to figure out exactly how to maximize profits. And we will keep harping on this all week long uh, to remind uh, many of the uh, of the new betters, the new recreational betters that uh, that are coming into the market as we have 20 states throughout the country now uh, with more to come here that have uh, sports books and uh, legalized sports betting, whether it be via the mobile apps. And if it's not, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but uh, you have the opportunity to maybe for the first time dive in. It could be a little overwhelming, especially with the Super Bowl, with so many different props and so many different things. So uh, what we're here to do on the grid is to help you focus in, narrow in, and make smart sports investing decisions. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, whether you're recreational, you do it for a living, whatever it is, uh, you always you don't make a bet with the idea that you want to lose. You make a bet. Because you plan on winning, and there's certainly ways to uh, give yourself the best chance to do that. And we said, Dane, this thing opened up uh, yesterday, of course, the annual uh, Papa Palooza there. Uh, Papa Palooza right. in uh, Vegas opens up. Circa, a couple of the other big books in, in uh, Nevada are going to open up here today. So the lines, they the minimums on, on mobile are... Um, are bigger than what they are. So if you show up at a place, for instance, uh, in the brick and mortar aspect, you have a $2,000 limit. If you do it on the mobile, it's only 1000 So they really try and get you, get off the couch, get anything, get in the, uh, get in the book and place it firsthand. But we do have a list of five, Dan. I'll give you the big five that seem to have the most okay. action early from these guys. And we'll, uh, we'll go through them here and see which ones we like. What do we so... Got? One of the first one is total completions for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it went from, it opened up at 28 and a half, and it is um, 26 now. So it was hammered to the under yesterday in the, um, in the opening of this. The pros that lined up, $2,000 bets. Um, that's a significant portion of those uh, investors and those betters, Dane, uh, to drop this from 28 and a half to 26. So there is a feeling that maybe it won't be as, um, you know, completion, completion, you know, very Patrick Mahomes like we've seen um, dropping it down. They're thinking that 28 and a half number was a little too high here, Dane. It's interesting. I also would have thought the 28 number was a little too high. 
Um, and here's the point, Joe. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to consistently tell you how it relates to my narrative and my correlation, right? So let's keep it that way. I want to give my reasons and rationale. I thought 28 and a half would have been a little bit high. The 26 is right around where, I don't know, I'm on the fence on it. First of all, he was below that, I think, the both games in the playoffs. Secondly, you remember yesterday, Joe, I said I kind of like the Mahomes over rushing prop, okay? Yep. And so for me, what that's saying, my, my correlation here is that there's going to be some pressure on him. He's going to scramble a few times. When you scramble, it ain't a completion, all right? So I'm riding on that side. Also, as you know, I am leaning towards Kansas City winning this game. Right. So if they are, in fact, up, the game flow may be such that Patty Mahomes doesn't have to do as much on his arm. OK, yep. so hopefully those things make sense when Joe is talking about correlating, triangulating my, what I think is going to happen. I think the game flow is less Chiefs passing towards the end of the game. And I do believe Mahomes is going to hit the rushing over. So I would lean under on that one, Joe. Great. And the same thing holds true for. Jimmy G, his prop number for completions opened up at 21 and a half, and it took a hit, Dane. Uh, it went down to 19 and a half. So uh, it dropped quickly from the uh, from the initial round of uh, of pro betters there. They thought 21 and a half. They don't anticipate him getting to uh, to 20, which you could approach two ways, thinking that, okay, right. they're probably more running the ball anyway. Right. He's, they're not going to ask him to do that, but... If you go down that route, there's probably a good portion that think this game is going to be so close that he is not going to have to drop back and just and fire it all over the place. So that's an interesting indicator, too, from what the pros are telling you, that he's not even going to reach 20 complete uh, 20, uh, 20 completions. So there's a good chance this game is still close, uh, even late. So he's not going to have to be that pocket passer. Yes, that is what would be kind of the tea leaves that I would read on mm -hmm. that one, Joe. Remember, they won the game, yep. uh, the NFC Championship game. What did he do, like six for eight, right? <laughs> but here's the more telling thing I would say. Not in the NFC Championship game. The game before that against Minnesota, I believe. Mm -hmm. Remember, Joe, what we said after he threw the interception? Oh, yeah. They made him drop back something like five times the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. They didn't trust him. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I think that is an issue. This is again correlated to your to your view on the game. If you think Kansas City can get up and force Jimmy G and the Niners to abandon the run game, then we're going to see more attempts. How effective they'll be is another question altogether. But one of the things I said yesterday, remember, and my big key for the game is mm -hmm. will San Francisco be forced to put it on the arm of Jimmy G, either by the run game being ineffective or by the Chiefs getting out to a working margin and the run game not being able to you know, be enough and they have to turn to the passing game. That has been my key for this game the entire time, and this prop bet is correlated to how you feel that initial question is answered. But you're right, Joe. It goes two different ways, so you got to figure out what is your narrative. Can they keep it close and manage the game? And then, yes, maybe he is uh, under... Or are the Niners in a position where they got to play some catch-up where the run game has been stonewalled, and then it's on Jimmy G? Yep. And also, uh, Jimmy G's passing yards took a hit uh, yesterday as it opened up at uh, 256 and a half, and it took a, took a big hit. It went down to 246 and a half. 
So that's uh, that's one of the uh, that's one of the prop bets that was hammered right away by that initial wave of uh, of pro betters, guys, which is, you know, how we can how we can tell this here from that initial wave, because I can assure you the um, the novice better, the uh, the newbie is not uh, waiting online for two hours to uh, to place a bet uh, on a prop uh, for passing yards uh on a uh, on a Thursday afternoon it's just not happening so 246 Dane from 256 again the indicator here is less completions less passing yeah. yards uh, more running less you know maybe not uh, not as high octane high scoring as some of us might think at least not from the San Francisco side is what we're being told listen that makes sense to me you know mm-hmm. we have said for a number of weeks or months even, teams facing Kansas City, Joe, we mm-hmm. have said that the way they might try to do it is keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, punch him in the mouth. I was extolling Carlos High, trying it with the Houston Texans. We talked about yep. Derrick Henry as that's how they were going to try and do it. I remember back in the regular season, Joe, remember Marlon Mack and the Indianapolis Colts going in there running the ball. So, yes, I do think that is the blueprint. And the 49ers are imminently uh, equipped to do that with their run mm-hmm. game, with their scheme, with their personnel, with Kyle Juszczyk as their mm-hmm. lead blocker. So I think the conventional wisdom is right that San Fran will um, look to dominate and control the game with their running attack. The question for me is, how successful will it be? And to what extent will Shanahan break those tendencies? You know, Mm -hmm. where's the trick play coming off that run? Where's the double reverse coming off that run? And when does he break that out? Because I got to believe it's going to happen. The, um, it's, it's, yes, it's interesting. And what a lot of this so far with the quarterback props with completions, both for Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy, and as well as the passing yards for Jimmy, um, it's, that's correlating to possibly a uh, maybe a, a an under 54 and a half 55 yep. kind of situation here. So Total combined touchdowns for both teams. This is interesting. This got hammered yesterday. Seven and a half to six and a half, Dane. So, yeah. So it's it's coming down. So the it the books are telling us that's why the number was so high, but. We're starting to get back now. Almost total with no field goals. That makes no sense. That's correct. That's correct. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. guys time to find us on youtube if you haven't done so already it's a great place to start uh welcome in it's the sports grid network uh channel there make sure that you subscribe hit that little bell in the upper right hand corner uh just about every ounce of sports wagering and fantasy advice that you need can be found there on the youtube channel as we uh as we provide you content 24 hours a day making sure that you are as profitable as humanly possible sports grid network there on youtube also on insta at sports grid tv make sure you tail us there 
always uh, some great, uh, great clips and, and highlights and certainly picks uh, from the shows can be found there on Instagram at SportsGridTV. And uh, listen, you got uh, 11 uh, games uh, tonight in the NBA. You got 10 in college as we get ready for the Pro Bowl also this weekend. And a monster, when I tell you monster weekend uh, in college hoops, uh, we'll have over 100 games to choose from here uh, on uh, on Saturday. So it's going to be crazy. And now would be the time for you to go, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to open that sports wagering account. And if you want to do that, head over to FanDuel. It is Jersey's largest sports book. You guys see us there each and every night, right? They, uh, you, All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. They're going to give you a free bet of up to 500 bucks. So you get a free bet, 500 bucks. All you got to do is head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. And you can use it for point spreads, game totals, props, like we were just talking about, parlays. In-game wagering, uh, college or pro sports, you, you're in control, guys. That's why it's great to head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, open the account, and get that free uh, that free bet of up to 500 bucks. Do it today, guys. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the, the website for details. And uh, Dane and I here have been going over uh, some of the big movers Initially, as the prop bet market uh, in the granddaddy of them all, South Point in uh, Nevada, uh, was the one that started it all. And uh, they had their usual group of uh, diehard pros that have been doing it forever. And these are some of the top uh, prop bets that got hit right away. And, And it's always a good indicator, Dane, especially these days now where we have so much technology from the standpoint to be able to understand um, what these guys are doing, because right. one of our founding principles here is don't reinvent the wheel. I'm sure you're not spending 15 hours a day studying prop bets and other things along those lines. So if we have the ability to follow where the pros are, the respected bet, where they're leaning, we probably should pass along that information because, uh, again, don't reinvent the wheel here, guys. Don't uh, don't outsmart the room. Just follow the money and what the line is doing. It is a market after all. And we told you Mahomes, 28 and a half to 26 on completions. That got hit. Jimmy Garoppolo opened up at 21 and a half. It got hit to 19 and a half. The passing yards for Jimmy, 256 and a half to 246 and a half. And we're sensing a theme here. Now, this was interesting. The total combined touchdowns for both teams came down. That's at six and a half right now, Dane. So six and a half, that would be, let's say, 21-21. All right, so that's 42 points. The total's hovering around 54 right now, 54 and a half. So still plenty of room for field goals and maybe and another touchdown. So it's interesting seeing six and a half. So if you had seven, all right, so that would be 28-21. That's 49 already. Yeah, you're at a couple of field goals and, uh, you know, let's say three field goals and and you're in. So uh, it's an interesting number, too, because that's telling you at the very least here, we're expecting uh, 21-21. Yeah, at the very least. At the Mm -hmm. very least, if that's what we're talking about in terms of touchdowns. But what you said, seven and a half to start, you know, seven times seven is 49. You know, yep. and then when I got to the half also, I was like, oh, well, that puts you in the yeah, low. Two field already. goals is basically it. Yeah, yeah, two field goals would hit. Yep. That gives you no room. So it is interesting. I think the point that's made here really is, like you said before, in terms of the triangulation of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Step back and see, 
um, if if what everything you're saying like makes sense <laughs> in right. essence, or if you're right. in essence betting against yourself and canceling each other out. Now I know that's sometimes cool. you can hedge and that's okay, but don't cancel yourself out. You know, Joe. I even um, one of my friends at my bachelor party last weekend. We were watching the games and he's into live betting, and I was like, mm-hmm. listen. I was like, listen, my friend's name is Joe, by the way. And I was like, Joe, you either get to hammer it like and go seven and one on your bets if you keep doing it, right? right. Or if you know what you liked is starting to fade, hop the hell off it. You know, right. you're going to wind up like seven and oh on them, or, you know, you'll wind up like, uh, Oh, and only three, because you'll stop, you know, and right. that's the way to keep doing it. And he was like, oh, yeah. And we were on, um, I think it was the over in the AFC game uh, mm-hmm. that kept on going up and up. And I was like, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yep. You know, and once we'll get caught, but we'll still go yep. six and one on those live bets. And that's exactly that's the beauty of it. Isn't it though? I mean, that's the beauty is you yeah. can correct a lot of uh, pregame mistakes there by uh, by jumping yeah. in online and, and with your own eyes. The sack saying, prop the same also. thing here. Yeah. The sack prop also got hit. It hasn't moved, but there was significant bets. They're saying. The total sacks by the 49ers, Dane, two and a half. That's the 49ers? And the, yeah, the number is two and a half, and the under is being hit. Really? The under two and a half. So the 49ers, uh, and this goes to what your point was, where yep. I think he's going to have a big day rushing. That's my You think rushing. he's going to have a big day rushing means they're not sacking him. Or at the very Correct. least, it means they're getting pressure, and they're and forcing him out of the, out of the pocket. Yeah. But they're not getting Because under two and a half... Uh, that yeah. seems um and listen joe if you go back if you go back they the niners defense they have struggled a little bit with the russian yes. quarterback russell wilson comes to mind lamar jackson lamar. comes to mind kyler murray had some big efforts against this niners defense okay so those are some of the data points that i'm using all right in terms of their previous this defense this year against the quote unquote mobile quarterback. Now I understand Mahomes is not a running quarterback per se, mm-hmm. but he is sure a mobile quarterback. And so look at like a Russell Wilson, for example. And they couldn't get to Russell Wilson because as you know, he spins around the back door and he'll scramble for three or four and be happy with it to stay on schedule. All of a sudden it's not third and thirteen anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's third and six, and that's okay. Yes, and that's that's fine, guys. Exactly right. correct. Yep, <laughs> that's that why is why these fine. humans are amazing. You know, some of the mm-hmm. crazy plays that happen, but the Deshaun Watsons, the Lamars, the Russell Wilsons, a lot of it, Joe, is they keep them on schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of the bad play, they wind up still getting it as the incompletion or a three-yard gain, and that keeps the playbook wide open. Now, and again, just we know, having watched San Francisco, what, what made that defense so lethal this year and so good yeah. was their, the fact that they were one of the least blitzing teams in the NFL because when you yeah, have that four. front like that, you can you can still get what you, without having to sack them, you can still cause the uh, what your ultimate goal is anyway is to get quarterbacks uncomfortable, get them out of the pocket, do what you need to do in order to be able to create opportunities when they pass the ball. Right. So, you know, they were the best at it this year, because but they didn't need to blitz people and they didn't necessarily need to sack you either because they did their job simply getting you to run left, right or get the hell out of your comfort zone. Um, so two and a half is an interesting number. Now, does that mean they can't blitz? No, it doesn't mean that it, you know, in fact, if they truly and it's not like they have not blitz, but if they truly wanted to 
you know, create a, um, they could, they could go uh, against the grain of what they've done. And they could absolutely with the cornerbacks they have and the, the linebackers they have. Yeah. They could, they could be a little bit different and cause some, uh, yeah. some problem, but, but again, that's the in-game chess match that we won't exactly. know until we get there. But as far as capabilities, like green Bay to me was another, was an example of like Mike Patton staying in his, nickel and dime packages the entire game you know all of these defensive backs and yet they threw the ball eight times but the reason is is because green bay they don't like to play base defenses where they you know they they go standard they that was where they had the most success that's what they like doing and for many reasons that's why san francisco's like keep you want to have uh, you want to have five uh, defensive backs you want to have six defensive backs we're just going to keep running it down your throat cuz you're not give good enough right most are 28 it, times exactly sure. but the problem was they had no ability you know right. that's the worst part of their defense if they're going to line up in a 4-3 that's they're terrible at that so mike penn's going I can't do this. We suck at this. So, you know, we've got to be able to go. And that's what San Francisco did. They forced Green Bay to be in defensive uh, schemes that they hate. But so what? So stop us. But I don't think Andy Reid and company, we've seen uh, we've seen them adjust to real quickly what Houston was doing to them, yeah. what Tennessee was doing to them. Yeah. So the. This is going to be a hell of a chess match here, and there will be some adjusting on the fly for sure. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. You know, I mean, I, you're probably damn tired of me saying this, but, you know, on offense, you don't want to get forced into being a volume thrower, right? right. It's the same thing on the defensive scheme, Joe. You know, you have to be able to have balance, okay? Absolutely. If you can stop the pass but you can't stop the run, guess what? I'm going to force you to stop the run. Okay, until you can't. I told you about, remember, the Remember the Titans Herman Boone thing? He's like, straight like Novocaine. I'm going to do this until they stop it. And it, Joe, we both played baseball, right? Uh, the movie Major League. Remember Pedro Serrano couldn't remember, hit the damn curveball? Yep. Why the hell would you ever throw him a fastball? That's you know? correct. It's the same kind of thing. You as a, a scheme or a coaching staff, you have to understand. You have to make the opposition respect multiple mm -hmm. things okay when i was growing up playing basketball in the damn schoolyard i went right every time i didn't have a left right. hand i couldn't dribble with my left hand i went right go. all the time guess yep. what my best friend knew that i was going right when you know where poker, i was going with all yep. you with all your friends don't you know who's loose and who's tight right so when one of your friends goes at the home game goes all in right you're like oh <laughs> exactly correct. Yep. You exactly. know the tendencies. Yep. You have to have yep. multiple things the opposition respects. Period. Yep. Yep. That's why versatility is so important. And we're about to see if how good that defense of the 49ers versatile wise going up against the best quarterback. See what happens. Someone gonna win. Chess match. Love it. Reed uh, Shanahan. We're gonna win. Uh, Let's it. We're <laughs> Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount.
Uh, so we got uh, we got word last night that, in fact, uh, Antonio Brown did show up uh, at the Broward County Jail, did turn himself in. He was uh, accompanied God. by uh, attorneys and, uh, you know, of course, his uh, an entourage of people. Uh, he um, he got there now at some point this morning or today. He's uh, since there was no bond associated with the. Um, uh, with that warrant over there, he will uh, appear in front of a uh, a judge at some point here uh, this morning, and uh, we'll see exactly what happens from there. But there was a uh, a definite worry here, uh, Dane, locally as far as um, law enforcement goes. That and even law enforcement, the word was that even law enforcement was worried. They were worried that they were going to, they, they didn't want to escalate the situation. Right. They didn't want it. They, they were hoping that cooler heads would prevail, but behind the scenes, um, they were prepping for the worst. So they were, um, yeah, plans were in place, so to speak. Uh, and it was being, they were getting ready to execute that warrant, whether he was answering the door or not. And, uh, but again, cooler heads prevail about 11 o'clock last night. You know, they had breaking news down here locally in the thing, you know, Antonio Brown, you know, he shows up at the, yeah, he shows up at the jail and it's okay. But the problem is, you know, when we saw the arrest warrant, when they made that, uh, when they made that known, he's charged with felony burglary with battery. And uh, from what we're hearing from uh, attorneys here in Florida, that is, that's a 30 year sentence. They won't even blink. Uh, committing a felony along with uh, a battery charge uh, is it's a it's a big no no in this state. And it's usually something that is uh, dealt with rather swiftly. So it, it, no wonder why there was no bond associated with it. You're charged with one of the worst felonies there is. I mean, obviously, you know, murder. But when it comes to committing burglary and causing personal harm like that and and committing battery is. Yeah, no, that's exactly the kind of crap they don't like. So now he finds himself sitting in jail, and he's looking at uh, charges that include uh, one of the uh, a pretty bad felony burglary battery charge, which comes with uh, a 30-year sentence at the very, you know, at the least. So what? Holy crap, Dane! Are you talk about and I, I listen. It could have ended worse. We know this, but think about where this dude started the season and where he is right now, and and the fall from grace. That quickly is, it's a little mind-blowing. We're all watching the Aaron Hernandez thing, but that happened over years. That was a progression. But, dude, this dude in a matter of six months is just completely gone off the deep end. It's amazing to me. Do you think his feet are still frostbitten? I'm telling you, man. Remember how we started the season with that? Remember that? And now he's in jail. And, like, like, he didn't like the helmet. Yes. Now he's live streaming interactions with the cops, throwing rocks at moving vans, and is in jail with the entire Miami-Dade or Hollywood Police Department, like, wondering how to approach this to avoid, like, the absolute worst-case scenario of the national news. His agent has distanced himself. His family has distanced himself. And you're right, Joe. This is literally, I mean— Hard Knocks was airing in August. Right. Yeah. I, I, it's it's absolutely amazing. Like, I am glad that he's in custody. 
right now. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. that he is in custody because it's less likely for him to be a danger to himself or others. I, yep. I, I don't know what else to say. This has completely jumped the shark. And you know that throughout the last few months, Joe, I have been cautious to be like, ah, something is legitimately, mm -hmm. emotionally, medically messed up there, guys. And I don't Big know time. how anyone can think otherwise at this point. Like, this is not PR. This is not Instagram likes, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a danger to yourself, others, your family. The first mm -hmm. second I saw on that damn live stream, his little, ch like his son, you yep. know, and he's literally like, no care. Poppy loves you, it's okay, go with the crack-ass police. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> exactly correct. I really yep. hope, Joe, that as the NFL descends upon Miami, mm -hmm. that part of it is like the players' union or like former Steelers that he was boys with or like, where is Marquise Pouncey in this or something? You know what I mean? Like, where's Le'Veon Bell? You know, where where are people that maybe are about that life that he can, that A.B. might respect to like, I don't know, go visit him or something, man. That's, that's my thing. I, I don't want to talk much more about this because it's clear that, mm -hmm. you know, something's messed up here, bro. It's going to have, uh, yeah, at some point uh, today we'll know, is he going to now um, remain in jail? Are they going to give him an opportunity to post no on? Idea. And uh, if so, what happens then? It's, you know, Joe, again, also, he shows up last night at 11 o'clock at night. He shows up with, uh, with a couple of attorneys, but he shows up with, you know, to your point, he showed up with a, a bunch of dudes that, you know, Ray didn't Ray look like from the block. Yeah, didn't look like, uh, yeah, Pouncey or anybody, you, <laughs> you know, know didn't I look mean? like any positive influences, you know, yeah. if you know what I mean. Didn't look like somebody thing, Joe. Like, steering him in the right years. direction. If 30 years as a sentence, the only chance you eventually have to get that reduced is by evidence of good behavior. Behavior. <laughs> See, right? Good luck like, with that, yeah. What, what arbiter is going to be like, okay, the maximum sentence here is 30, but you know what? Yep. We'll give you probation, bro, because you've turned a corner, right? Like, to compare this, and I, it's a bad comparison, Joe, I know, but like with Michael Vick. Mm -hmm. Michael Vick did some things with the, with the animals, right? But then since then has right. been a model of behavior. And so mm -hmm. that's how the perception and ultimately the punishment changes. Yep. That's correct. Like, that has not hit AB yet, and that is why someone needs to get in his ear and give him a hug. It's uh, it's also interesting, too, that uh, under the uh, cloak of uh, darkness there, the NFL had uh, released, uh, without a lot of fanfare, their uh, annual concussion um, tally. So, and uh, yeah, quietly, too, this happened, though. But I uh, we were able to come across this where um, the reported concussions now, I think this yeah, is important, I don't important buy whatever too. this number is. Yeah, reported <laughs> concussions slightly increased um, during the NFL 2019 preseason this year and the regular season. So it went from they had 214 combined last year. They have 224 reported concussions uh, in that same time period this year. And while it did go up, I, it is thing, it's re actually low compared to what it was the previous three years. That okay. average from 2015 to 17 was 267 uh, between the balls. So the, even though it went up a little bit, it's still better than what what it was for that previous three to four year period. Uh, they had 281 in 2007, and that's when the league went in and said, all right, the kickoffs, 
uh, because they were also seeing a significant portion or coming from the kickoffs and the guys. That's when they put that new rule. No more lowering heads. Like all of that came because of that number of 281. Uh, and also the the whole uh, preseason thing. There is a significant portion that are coming from the preseason, which is why they're looking to, of course, eliminate uh, maybe the uh, the possibility yes. of some uh, 34, in fact, uh, in 2008, 49 this year in the preseason uh, reporting. And I think that maybe has more to do with the fact of better reporting, maybe not that okay. maybe not that's that a year, you know, it's OK. Right. I, I think like, that's a good thing. Bro. And I'm OK Honestly, with that because. I don't think it's anything extraordinary. I do think that's, right. that's probably closer to what it's always been, but they're that's getting right. better at reporting it. You're identifying it quicker, yes. which means that that player is then off the field. That's a good Correct. thing, Joe. Yes. You know what I right. mean? I'm not mad yep. at this. You know, like, for example, there was no such thing as an oblique strain in the 70s because <laughs> doctors weren't looking for it. You right. know what I mean? And so now that we're so attentive to this, the fact that we're finding them and guys are getting pulled off the field and they're getting diagnosed, I think is an actual good thing. Um, And that's the first step to it being reduced. So like we're going to see if you looked at the line graph, I'm sure you would see a bump because now we're paying attention to them and we're calling them out because there were so many. Uh, throughout that just weren't being labeled as such or even identified. Instead, you would just hear Tom Waddle have some smelling salts and slap you on the butt, get back out there, have some Robitussin. Now you're going into the blue tent, so that makes the number go up. But it also, I think, actually means that, in essence, they're actually caring for the players better. Right, exactly. There is a uh, there is a bigger effort and push. Yeah, it, yeah. And also, it it comes with protecting your ass is what it is because if <laughs> yes. you if you continue Absolutely. to go about it and letting yeah. guys that we can all clearly see don't know where they are right now continue yeah. to play, it's a little easier to point so out. What happens when it happens in the Super Bowl though? What happens? What happens when yeah, Patty well, Mahomes gets concussed next Sunday? Yep. Like, and it's yep. obvious. What yep. happens when one of these shots happen? that now we as fans know, mm-hmm. right? Because we know it when we see it now, Joe, right? Yep. And we're like, oh, he's going to go to the 10. What happens when, you know, uh, Nick Boza or Jimmy G or Travis Kelsey or mm. Patrick Mahomes gets one next Sunday? Yep. But the whole, uh, literally the whole world uh, watching right. it, uh, it'll be interesting. Tom Brady had one in that Eagle Super Bowl, yep. but they kept him out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, I do think there is. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule. Yeah, it depends on, but you know, offensive linemen. You'll probably never know. Right. Uh, I mean, you know what I mean. There, there are a lot of dudes linebacker. There are guys in there that you'll just For never sure. know unless it's Every you know, play. right? Unless well, it's uh, you know, it's Luke Keekley where game. he's crying in the yeah. middle of the field because he doesn't know where he is. That's you know, that you're not going to get that. That's not going to happen. I'm They're just thinking if it's off. a big name like. Kelsey going over the middle gets rocked and it's obvious and he's not like yeah he should be yep. done for the day right yep we'll see yep. that and it's not happens. so much getting into the tent they'll get him into the tent but you and I'll have no idea what goes on in that tent at but all yeah the helmet away from the man right right yeah exactly I, on, but it depends on who that man is that's and if that correct man is Holmes, yep. his yep. helmet will stay with him Yep. And uh, and who the player is. I mean, and that's uh, listen, a lot of people had uh, comments to say about Carson Wentz uh, in the playoff game for uh, uh, for coming out, even though it was a cheap hit. It was an illegal hit. And uh, and that's the other thing, too. How did they get that hit? Is it a uh, 
Is it a cheap hit and you took him out? Because then what you do is you build in an automatic excuse for fans, too, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's not a good thing either. Back in the day, I'm a Knicks fan, right? Back in the day when they were in their wars against the Bulls, I used to always say they should run out their last man off the bench just to get mm-hmm. in a fight with Michael Jordan. Just get in a fight with Michael Jordan. And then oh, he'll be suspended for two games, you know? Yep. So, like, why not take some dude and just knock your bro out? Like, Bounty Gate. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. why not concuss the man in the first quarter? I'm not saying yep. I advocate for this, but, I mean. It's interesting, too. Part of that report that they released were ACL and MCL injuries. Um, And this was, I found, fascinating, too. This is now the fifth year in a row those have dropped. There were just, yeah, 47 ACL tears during the preseason and regular season. They had 56 during, they averaged 56 during the previous four um, so they are, it went down from 140 from 2015, um, all the way down now to 56 Dane. So there, it has continued to drop since 2015, um, less and less. I don't know if that's conditioning or maybe field surface is better or, uh, I think they're teaching you how to hit, right. And you know, the strike yeah. zone where the strike mm-hmm. zone is. Joe. Yep. And I actually thought that knee and stuff would go up because now right. everyone knows you can't hit them high. Yep. So you got to hit them low. So yep. I actually thought it would go up, but maybe people are zoning in on that middle strike yep. zone. I wonder if there's more bruised and broken ribs, Joe. Yep. And days. better field, better surfaces, better, yep. better everything there. Yep. So they're not getting crushed. Maybe they'll the that stadium or something. Anymore. Yep. All right, guys, uh, one hour into books. Uh, we'll start getting you ready here. Games tonight, games tomorrow, games Sunday. We got you covered. We'll make it rain. We'll do it next. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. The best friends forever. Whose lineup do you think is better, the Phillies or the Braves? The They're Bra- both really good. The Braves is the first is my first inkling. Sure, I stand by the Braves. Actually, yeah, I would take Marcelo Zuna over Reese Hoskins. I like Reese Hoskins. Yeah, I think they're close. Though. I think they're close. Better lineup. Five outfielders. It comes to play when it's that close. Four, no, three category contributors, but Ozuna's going to be better in batting average. So in hindsight, yeah, I mean, I think Ozuna's probably the better player right. in a vacuum than Reese Hoskins. Weekdays, two to three p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network. All right, guys, uh, welcome back in here. Big uh, next hour here. We'll uh, we'll get our buddy uh, Maxwell Smart on to uh, kind of give us a preview here nice. of the uh, huge weekend in college hoops, including a uh, SEC Big 12 showdown. That'll include a uh, Baylor taking on Florida, uh, which is going to be awesome tomorrow night. Kentucky and Texas Tech, Kansas now. Their first game after having to suspend a whole bunch of kids taking on Tennessee. Um, so some uh, some great matchups here and 10 games, in fact, on the card here today. And if anybody knows, uh, you know, how to uh, handicap Mary Mack versus Stony Brook, it is uh, it is Maxwell Smart giving us an edge. So we'll uh, we'll good. get him on. <laughs> we'll talk to him coming up. And congratulations, Tiger Woods shot 69 yesterday, Dane, at okay. Torrey Pine. 
first okay. time since I believe 2013. Uh, he's just a couple of shots off. Keegan Bradley uh, is at the top of the leaderboard uh, at six under par, shot 66. But Tiger at 69 is there. A lot of fog going on here. But Tiger also keep in mind this year, guys, the Olympic uh, qualifying for the golf is now back in the Olympics for Tokyo. And uh, if he is one of the top, and if I'm not mistaken, if for him to be considered among four top U.S. players in the world ranking, it has to happen by June. So there is apparently a big push from him and his people. They want him on this back into the Olympics, yeah, golf team. So if he finishes one, two, three, or four, he's automatically in. And that's how they decided with the uh, with the Olympic team. So uh, there is apparently a renewed interest from him and his people that he wants to be on that uh, Olympic team. So maybe a little extra, maybe a couple extra tournaments uh, for him leading up uh, prior to, uh, me, to June. Yeah, interesting, right? Because I yep. thought he'd be, you know, we've talked about this. He'd be all staring towards the, towards the, uh, towards the big ones, right? Towards the majors. Yep. Yep. And now in the middle of the summer, you know, whether it's the PGA or the British Open, whatever it is, he's going to be tuning himself for the Olympics. This is surprising to me because I thought yep. all he would measure himself was trying to win these four majors. I get listen, it's it's a big thing. Golf finally sure. back into the Olympics. I, it, why you better have time, you know what I mean? I Hell, it. yeah. It's just interesting that he prioritizes it that much. Yeah. yeah you know, 44, it's uh, maybe more of the... I hear you. Been there, done that. So it's USA. good for golf, regardless. USA. Like it's good. It's yep, it's good for golf, especially on the world stage. Yeah, it, it makes sense. If he's good, if he's competitive. Well, if he's one of the top.